You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hello there, AP. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you? I am good. I am looking forward to another uh, weekend of fun here in Iowa. That's right. Well, always, of course. I'm gearing up to do what's called the Taco Ride, and it is a dream ride that one of my friends came up with, um, where literally we ride our bikes from Mexican restaurant to Mexican restaurant, and Uh, we are going to eat tacos all day. Wow, I, that sounds incredible. It sounds. Uh, may inc- I ask? Oh, go ahead. May I ask why it's in November and not like Cinco de Mayo? Or I know. Um, I'm a little bit nervous because tomorrow is when this ride will take place, and with the wind chill here in eastern Iowa, it's going to be less than 10 degrees. <laughs> so it's going to be a challenge to a you know, be hungry enough to eat tacos all day long, you know, because we've got to experiment, you know. Oh, yeah, some challenge. This taco here, this taco here. (laughs) I think there's like six or seven places we're going to. But to also Mm. uh, maintain a warm temperature. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just have to have a little extra margarita, maybe, you know, some (laughs) chips and queso. Yeah. It'll be all right. And to answer your question, I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah. know if Dan listens to this podcast, but I'm shaking my finger at him. Um, <laughs> I know last year it rained, and the year before that it snowed. So oh my gosh. it's definitely a pattern of why are we doing this in November? But you know what? It's going to be a blast. And you know what else I will say? There's always any day you have a good excuse to go biking is a good reason to go biking. So you know, I don't want to be negative by asking that. I was just curious. So agreed, just agreed. And speaking of biking, well, I mean, we are on a biking podcast, so that <laughs> is why we're here. But registration has opened. Yay! Ragbury registration opened on November fifteenth. Yes, and it has been bananas. I believe There's... it. Like from my end, it was seamless. I mean, it took minutes to Good. register Good. online. Piece of cake done getting that email that says you're registered was pretty exciting Um, but like define bananas is it been going like I've seen all the questions that people are putting on social media but are you guys like just going crazy with excitement for registrations absolutely well so registration opened at midnight and since we did away with the lottery a lot of people got up at midnight and registered oh wow and so we had I don't know a thousand people registered by 7 a.m. I mean, it was insane. We're like, are you, is everybody okay? We have until May 15th. <laughs> so things are going pretty well. We have had a couple of questions that come up a lot. So I, we did just put out a blog post that says registration how-tos. And if you have a question, you might just scroll through that real quick. See if your question is answered there. For example, if you were in a team, it's possible the team didn't carry over from last year, so you may have to recreate it. There's a couple other things like that, but overall, it's been fantastic. And of course, today's episode is none other than Erica from Ragbri and you talking about registration. Woohoo! 
Yep. And Erica is, she is our registration expert. She knows it from A to Z and one to 10. I mean, she knows everything about registration and she just, we just kind of dipped our toe in the pool. I mean, there's a lot more to say, but um, she's, she's so knowledgeable about registration so helpful and she does such a good job of explaining it. So I hope that if you haven't registered, you might find something helpful in this podcast or if, you know, you just kind of want to hear about how the process works and like how we ended up with the system we have today and things like that, you know, you'll be able to find out more about it in the podcast today. Yeah, it's a great episode. And I think, you know, now that registration is open, the listeners want to know, like, what's the route? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) This is why I ask them not to to tell me because <laughs> people keep putting me on the spot and I'm like, Oh, I um, good question. <laughs> uh, is it at least, can we know if it's West to East or North to South? It will start near the Missouri river and it will end on the Mississippi. Okay. That is for certain in Iowa, entirely in Iowa. Oh, in Iowa. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. And yep. for and those, w- Oh, go ahead. And I would like to add that with red by registration opening, we did also launch the Ragbury route announcement registration. Yay. So yeah, you'd be able to log on to ragbury.com and check it out. The link is pretty obvious from the homepage. Um, so we haven't announced the band or like anything that's going along with registration, but the one catch this year is that you gotta be there to see the route announced live. Ooh, and We're not doing the live stream at all. And what's the date? It is January 28th, and it'll be here in Des Moines at the Iowa Event Center. So where we've always had it, where the Iowa Bike Expo is the same day. So it's kind of a cycling hub that whole Saturday. Cool. I know I'll be there. Yeah. Well, I hope you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, and then, you know, you kicked off, like you said, registration, you know, just a few days ago. And I know at the Ragbri headquarters, you had some sort of gathering. Do you want to tell us briefly about that? Yeah, well, we just moved into this new office, so it's an old brewery, and it's only Ragbri. We don't, we're not in the same office as the Des Moines Register anymore, so it's all Ragbri all the time, and, you know, some of our other cycling events, but it's all cycling, and we just kind of wanted to show off our office, so yeah. we invited the Tall Dog Bike Club and a group that meets every Wednesday in Des Moines instead of your Cedar Rapids Bike Club um, called Wednesday Cycling Adventures that all came together and just check out the space and have some pizza and some beer samples and just have a good time. It was just so much fun to see, see friends again and meet some new people. And, um, you know, I got a couple of podcast shout outs. So thank you to everyone who came up and said (laughs) hi and where the heck is Murph? And I'm like, well, you know, Murph has her own Wednesday bike club. Yes. (laughs) So, Uh, Yeah, it was just a good time to see everybody and kind of show off our, even our space is still a little bit in transition, but you know, we were, we wanted to get people out there sooner than later. So, well, and just to get jazzed about, you know, I know Ragbri doesn't occur till the end of July, but there's always like a little spark of excitement when you get registered and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get ready now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And just to see that your friends are still out there and, you know, just because we don't see each other as much during the winter sometimes, you know, we're still there. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get to this amazing interview of you and Erica talking about registration. All right, hit it. Well, hello again, listeners. This is Andrea, and that's right. Wait, this is not Parrot Talk. I stole Murph's job today. 
because I'm interviewing someone. So watch out world, here I come. I am delighted to welcome Erica Detterman to the podcast today. Erica, say hello to the world. Hi, everyone. Yay. Erica is my coworker here at RAGBRAI. Um, since this is your first time here, long overdue, um, let's tell the listeners a little bit about how you got started with RAGBRAI and what... Now, you weren't full-time with RAGBRAI the whole time that you've been involved with RAGBRAI. Let's wind it all the way back and tell listeners how you started being involved with RAGBRAI. Well, a long time ago, back in 2013, my best friend in high school, she asked me if I wanted to come work RAGBRAI, and I said, what is RAGBRAI? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Little did 16-year-old Erica know that that would start a crazy journey. Um, So I started as a merchandise girl, and um, I... My mom's like, yeah, you can go do whatever you want. And so I packed my suitcase, went on RAGBRAI, had no idea what was going to happen. And I was in the merchandise trailer at the best trailer ever, Trailer J, at the campground. That's right, yeah. (laughs) And then over the course of the years, I moved to downtown, and I was in Trailer A. Yep. And uh, stuck around long enough that now I'm here full time. Yeah. And I just want to make a little aside. I don't know if the people know that we have a trailer A and a trailer J, and they stand for people that have worked in the trailers for a long time. So the A downtown trailer is for Aletha Stubbe, who just passed away this year. So rest in peace, Aletha. We love you. And the other trailer, trailer J, is for um, Judy Green. So... Um, Judy, obviously, is still with us. We love you, Judy. Um, she is the former ride director, Jim Green's wife. So she kind of got roped into doing the job. So she deserves to have a trailer named after her. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and actually, both of these trailers are now located downtown. So they're both the downtown trailer, um, but they both and they both rule because I'm not picking sides. <laughs> but uh, I used to be in charge of the merchandise, so Eric and I have worked together since 2013, and it's been really awesome, and finally I get her full-time. Yeah. So it was really fun to have her come on full-time with the ride. Um, so what was your favorite thing? Now, it's been a long time. There's been a lot of stuff that happened over the many years that you worked in the trailers. What was your favorite thing about working in the merchandise trailer? The people and the interactions. Like, I don't think you can go anywhere else in the world and have a night in, like, the merchandise trailer at RAGBRAI. Yeah. You know, you can experience so many different things. People come up. You know, over the years, you get to know different people's names, faces, who come back year after year. And they're just so happy to be there. Even when they're a little grumpy, they're still happy to be (laughs) there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't put this on the question list, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, The J trailer is traditionally the lost and found trailer. What's your favorite thing that's ever come in the RAGBRAI lost and found? Oh, I have to say my favorite thing was a diamond ring was turned in one (gasps) year. And you'd think that that would be something that nobody would turn in. Yeah, yeah. And I think a couple of days later, we had this guy come to the trailer, and he said, you know, it's a long shot, but I would just want to know if this ring had been turned in, and he showed us a picture of it. It was in our little tub. Yeah. And I remember Helen getting it out, and she's like, well, can you describe anything? Is there anything on the inside of the ring? Sure enough, wow. same guy's ring. Wow. You know, like, I where else could you go and yeah. have something that valuable and personal turned yeah. into lost and found? It's incredible. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is that stuff like that, maybe not at that same monetary price level, but stuff happens all the time. Just like that. This year on the ride, we returned a wallet that had 800 bucks in it. I mean, and none of the ma- cash was missing and they, somebody just found it at, I don't know, on the side of the road and mm-hmm. returned it. And so anyway, it's one of the more magical things about RAGBRAI. Now people are always really curious about what we get in the lost and found, but, um, 
a lot of it's like stinky socks or like things you're like, why did you accept that into the lost and found? It's so awful. Or like a tent pole. I mean, I get it for a couple of days while you're still figuring out where the heck your tent poles went. But like after, after the ride's over, get rid of it. But anyway, we're not here to talk about lost and found. <laughs> um, so how did you just tell them a little bit about how you started you came on board full-time. How long has it been since you came on board full-time? And I know working for RAGBRAI, you kind of do everything, but what do you do for RAGBRAI now? So I started um, beginning of March, yep. I think like March 1st, something like that. And my job back then was customer service. So I would answer all of the emails and any questions people would send to info at would come to me. I would freak out if I didn't know the answer and ask, <laughs> ask AP. But now I have my own little spiel that I give people. Yep. And since then, it's transformed quite a bit. During the ride, I helped prepare, do all of that stuff. I helped with the merchandise and the expo. Yep. Um, and then since the ride's been over, I've been helping with our online store quite a bit. But also, I have taken over the registration platform. Yep. So yep. we are good to go for 50. Um, so thank gosh. But... Um, that has been my primary focus the last couple of weeks is making sure everything is geared up to go for the registration opening and then the route announcement party registration opening as well. Yeah, and that is no small undertaking. So <laughs> thank you, Erica. <laughs> and thank you, IT. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually what we're here to talk about today is registration of RegRi50 because, I mean, for us, it is in a way a registration like every other year. It have people sign up, they're gonna come on the ride, it's gonna be amazing, but it's RAGBRAI 50, it's special, it's unique, and we wanna make sure that nothing slips through the cracks and it's a good experience for everyone. So it is special in that way. And we've had a lot of questions, so we thought we'd just address some of the more common questions and make it so that people felt like they could ask us questions in the future if something comes up. So uh, let's dive right in. I know you've done a lot of prep work for RAGBRAI registration this year. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? I know we work with a platform called InMotive, yeah, so one of the things that we changed over the last couple of years, instead of going through ragbride.com, we use a registration platform called InMotive. So if you registered last year or the year before, you're going to be familiar with it. You're going to have an account. If you're new to registering, InMotive is something really nice. So like I have an existing InMotive account. I can go in, sign up for Ragbrite. All my details are already in there. Yep. And then um, that stuff saves year after year. So I can look in and see, hey, you've registered for the last four RAGBRAIs, or you've also done this other event mm -hmm. that may be within our same company, and we can kind of look at it. Yeah. So it's been really interesting to see, oh, this person has done RAGBRAI, route announcement, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so InMotive is really nice because it is so user-friendly. You know, um, yep. we have a lot of people who aren't super tech-friendly, and it's pretty cut and dry. So that's one of the best things I like about it. Yeah. Because yep. I am not an IT person at all. <laughs> yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in Motive, what we'll do is we'll have on our website where it will say register now. And you can go click on it. If you don't have an InMotive account, you can do that now. Just yep. prepare yourself. Yep. And then you can click on it, log in, and just register as normal. Yep. And just now this is a common question that we get. Do you log into your registration account when you want to register? Do you log into RAGBRAI.com? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You used to. Yeah. Um, RAGBRAI.com now is mainly used for posting in the forum or using our online shop. Yeah. So those two accounts are completely separate. Yeah. RAGBRAI.com is lovely, 
but it's not what you want to have to register for this year. You're exactly. going to want to have an Emotive account. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, we used to have ragbri.com accounts for people to register and do everything in one place. And it was good, but it just doesn't have that same tech support that Emotive has. And at the end of the day, I really like Emotive because they have a full actual team of people. When something goes wrong, there's a team to fix it instead mm-hmm. of us trying to contract a third party or deal with fixing it ourselves, heaven forbid. Uh, it's just, it's a lot more streamlined. And when problems do arise, rarely, it's a lot easier to fix them. So. Oh yeah. And motive is great for that. And our motive person, her name is Suzanne. Shout out to her. Hi Suzanne. <laughs> She's perfect. Um, anytime I ever have a question or somebody is having an issue that I can't find the answer for, I go to her and she can give me an answer pretty quick, you know, so that's fantastic to have that support. Yep. And I know you've done a lot of work uh, with the team captains to get ready for this year, particularly. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So what we did this year is instead of having everyone come in and register and have all of the teams for the last couple of years uploaded, what we did is we wiped the slate clean for 50. Last year, we did have some issues where team captains changing and Mm -hmm. transferring And instead of bringing all of those issues into the new system, we wiped everything clean. Yeah. So what we decided to do was bring in the top 50 historical teams in to a meeting and grant them early access. So those top 50 teams, they could come in, register, make sure their team name was set, set an access code if they want to, and then just make sure everything was good for them. So that's one of the things we did a full week before actual registration opened, and that kind of helped do those those questions people have like oh I'm not sure do I do this what do I tell my teammates you know some of these teams have been like the top 50 teams for the last couple of years and like they're continuing to grow that gives them the opportunity to make sure everything's good for them and then people who weren't necessarily in that top 50 team can just go in and create a new team and not have to worry about oh well the team captain last year was different and we we moved or something you know so it just makes everything easy to start fresh yep and it is shockingly simple to create a team and become a team captain i i can take this one all you have to do is be the first one on your team to register yes and then you can either create your team or set yourself as the team captain well both and um then you just go from there have them all sign in from there and add themselves to your team so it's super duper easy Uh, it may surprise you with how easy it is and if you decide you want to join a team later, you can go email me at info@ragbride.com, and we'll just get you added to a team. Yeah. So that's super easy. If you're not sure yet, you have ch- plans change, you can also take yourself out of a team by emailing us. So the, that end is super easy for us. Yeah. And might as well just jump in right here. Um, what are the implications of being a team from the registration system? So that kind of changes this year. The biggest thing is that all your registration stuff gets sent to your team captain instead of you. Yep. So let's say our team, the Ragbury crew team, everything would be sent to the team captain. And that team captain is responsible for dispersing all of the wristbands, all of the bike bands, all of the patch certificates. And then that really is the only difference. What we're going to do differently this year is if you buy a jersey during registration, we're going to ship that to you as soon as we get them into the office. Yeah. So last year you had to wait for them until July when we shipped out packets. This year you're going to get them as soon as we get them in. Yeah. So that changes things up a bit. But that's really the only reason why to be in a team in Inmotive. So if you don't want to have your stuff shipped to your team captain, just don't join the team. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be dependent on the vehicle passes you could purchase, the number of people in your team, but that's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, it is really helpful if you are in a large, some of the large teams you're required to do it that way. It's also helpful if you are someone like a college student who doesn't have a permanent address, or if you're planning on moving, or um, just to make it easier. And it's also fun to have the team captain hand all the stuff at the end of the year. But I do think it's really cool that we're shipping out the jerseys ahead of time, because then you know that you can wash your jersey, you can make sure it fits, you can you know, break them in a little bit. It's just kind of nice. Yeah, and I think it'll be really nice too, because last year we had a lot of returns on the ride because people thought they had to wait for the ride. Mm. And this year, like as soon as you get that jersey and it doesn't fit, mail it back to us and we'll switch it out. Yep, it's pretty easy. So registration has just opened. Um, how's it going? It's going great. Yeah, good. It's really excited to be have everything start for 50. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, and let it stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, since registration has been opened, a lot of people were really worried about if I don't register at midnight on the day that it opens on November 15th, then I'm going to be a toast. That is not the case. It is not the case. So we have made some changes for registration this year. One of the best changes, in my opinion, is that it's going to be open a lot longer for yeah. week-long riders. So normally we would close on April 15th. This year we're going to close on May 15th. Yeah. So that will also be for day riders and non-riders. Everything will close on May 15th. So it's two weeks earlier for day riders, but it's a whole month later than typical for week-long riders. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity to get signed up, especially if you're not sure if you want to come yet. You know, you can always do that. Or you can always register for a day passes on the ride. That is remains an option. Oh, so. yeah. Yep, there's a lot of opportunity there. And all those dates are repeated on the website, so you don't have to, don't get your pencils out, just go to ragby.com, it's all there. Um, okay, so this year, another change we did was that we did away with the lottery. Are people eventually gonna have to worry about getting a wristband for the ride, and what will we do in the unlikely event that we'll run out of wristbands? So what happens when you register is, if you go in, you register, you pay and everything, you are guaranteed a wristband. Now we will assign wristband numbers June 1st, but the, those people who go in, pay, get a confirmation email, they're all registered. Yep. If something happens and we, um, we, go, we exceed capacity, yeah. that, you know, Matt works really hard with the DOT to make sure RAGBRAI is safe. Yeah. And if something happens and we go over those numbers, we have a wait list option. Yeah. So, I mean, this year we had a lot of people who refunded or transferred their wristbands. So what we would do is we take those number of people who refund it, and then we can take snag those first people from the wait list. We don't anticipate it happening, yeah. but it's there just in case. Yeah. I know, especially with Ragbri 50, a lot of the route, now I don't know the route, but it has been designed with the fact that there's going to be a lot of riders in mind and with safety in mind. So I think that there's a very low chance that we'll end up having to do the wait list, but we just wanted to make sure that there was something in place just in case. Mm -hmm. So, you know plan for it so it doesn't happen um all right so and you already said how long registration will be open um do you want to talk a little bit about price tiers and about when they are so that you, people are aware of what that is yeah so we opened registration on november 15th at we'll just do week-long riders because that's our most popular option mm -hmm. we opened registration at 200 dollars for from now until uh the end of february so on March 1st, we're going to do a price increase to 225. Yep. And then we are going to do another price increase on April 15th to 250. That's when we historically close registration. So having those late people, those people come in late, we have to 
be able to prepare a little bit more for them. Yep. And then we're going to close registration on May 15th. Something this year we're doing differently is if you come to the expo and you decide you want to ride all seven days, you can buy a week-long pass at the expo this year. Yeah. So that's awesome because I don't think that's something ever since I've been around, we've never done it. Not as far as I know. And that will be $300. Yeah. So a little bit different. Um, I think the best thing to say is if you know you're coming, just register before March 1st. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, basically the price increase is that the closer you register the ride, the more work we have to do to prepare for you and the less pre- prepared the towns will be for you because they set up all their campgrounds and their food and their vendors for X amount of people. If X amount of people plus 20,000 people show up, then they're not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. So we're, it's just to be more fair to them. Um, all right. So we're also getting a lot of questions about vehicle passes and on the website itself we ask a lot of questions about vehicle passes why do we need more information um, about the vehicle passes and do you still have to be on a team to get the vehicle pass well short answer is we ask so many questions to help repair the town yep you know um, this year we were in some small communities and we'll take Pocahontas for example lovely community but they're not no i mean no community is going to be used to having that many extra cars yeah, vehicles buses absolutely. come in every day yeah um so we want to know ahead of time to prepare them like hey we have this many rvs that say they're going to come on ragbri yep um one of the things we've changed is you don't have to be on a team to get a vehicle pass yeah we want you to be able to during registration say hey i'm going to come with my car um i might not know who's going to drive the car yet but I know I'm gonna come with my car and you can buy your vehicle pass then. So you'll see during registration, it'll ask you what make, model, who your driver will be. You can put will respond later or to be decided. Yep. Um, you can put all of that stuff on there for now and then just go in and change it later. Yep. But as long as we know, hey, we're gonna have this, ma- this amount of cars, that'll be perfect. Yep. So one of the things we did, we're going back more towards what we used to do is we have three different types of vehicle passes. You have your standard, which is going to be like a car, SUV, your pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Then you have your truck pass, which sounds like a pickup truck, but it's those really big U-Haul trucks. Yep. Please don't make me drive one this year. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, No comment. (laughs) Never again. Um, And then you have your RV buses. So those are like your old school buses and everything. Yep. And then if you decide that you're going to attach a trailer to any one of those, you can purchase an additional plus trailer vehicle pass yeah so you'll have like you've seen the little stickers in your windows you'll have a we'll just use my car for example i'll have my little standard sticker and then i'll have a plus trailer sticker yep so i know a lot of questions i got last year was oh i'm gonna pull my my car with my rv what kind of sticker do i need if it's two different types of vehicles like a car and an rv both need a vehicle pass but if it's like your pickup truck is pulling a camper or a small trailer that's attached to it, that's a standard vehicle pass plus your trailer. Yep. So it kind of just depends on the type of vehicles. Yep. And that's one of the most questions I get confused by. So always email. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I love the emails that I get and it's like, here's what my camper looks like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I have to Google like, what type of camper is this? Yeah. But yeah. pictures are welcome. That's right. And it is all spelled out on the site as well. So if you can kind of just look at it, it, it is a lot of the information is there, but you are always welcome to ask just to double check if you want to or whatever. So 
it just it will help the town so much we got we used to do a lot of like you buy an RV pass and that's great but then they put the trailer on the back and then all of a sudden your length is doubled Mm -hmm. well the town then is not prepared for you and your 20,000 friends so it just it helps a lot to have that information ahead of time Um, and I hope that it'll make it a lot easier for the drivers as well because then they are able the towns are ready for them Um, and that is another thing I'll just add as a side note your drivers do have to be registered as a non-rider and that is just a bit you register just like anything else for that all right, I just want to take one more second and acknowledge that the L in RAGBRAI is for 50. We had a lot of questions. That's something we had a lot of questions about. In Roman numerals, L stands for 50. Yes, and it's for one L of a ride. That's right. It's our tagline for this year. So that's where that came from. And if you don't, you've never heard of one hell of a ride, well, now you have. <laughs> so pardon my French. <laughs> but yeah, so I just wanted to, that since we're addressing common questions, that is also a common question. Obviously, Roman numerals aren't used a lot outside of the Super Bowl, but <laughs> we, we use them too, so that's where it's going to be. And then next year, it's going to be LI-51. So that's, that's a little insider tip for you. <laughs> get ready. So rag by L. Okay, are there any other common questions that you get that we should talk about? One of the most common questions is like, what does RAGBRAI provide? And we provide mm. a lot of stuff. Yeah. But one, so I'll just go over what we don't provide really okay. quick. Okay, great. We do, we're not a charter service. I love the charters. I don't think I could do RAGBRAI and not have support. Mm-hmm. Um, so the charters will provide transportation to the start from the finish or any of that long-term parking situation they can help shuttle you back and forth to. We don't offer any of that. We don't work with um, a shuttle service to get you to long-term parking from the start of the ride. Yep. Some of the charters do, some of them don't. You kind of just have to check and see what services people offer. And we also don't offer transportation back and forth from the airports. So yeah. once you're there, we'll get you all covered. We'll get your, yep. your bags taken to the next overnight town. We'll help you with the SAGs and everything. But you're responsible for getting to the start of the ride and then getting back home after it's done. Yep. Yeah, that is something we get a lot of questions about. And the other thing that's a little bit frustrating for people is that we don't release that information until later down the line. Why is that? Well, it's all determined. The place you're going to park is determined by the overnight town at the start of the ride and at the end of the ride. They both offer long-term parking. So A, we have to know what those towns are. And B, we have to let them form a committee and get it prepared so that they have it to their liking and they choose the location that's the best for their community and all sorts of other things that have to be planned. So it takes a couple months. We announced the route in July, or <laughs> we announced the route in January, and then it takes a couple months to get all that information pulled together and a website so that you can apply for this parking. It's never a big deal to get a parking spot there's always plenty of parking but you just have to hold your horses so that we can plan that and then the charters can plan okay i'm gonna have three buses coming out of this year it was lansing so three buses coming out of lansing and all the logistics that are surrounding that and then they can provide it to you so you just kind of have to wait and it does come out before the ride and you can plan it you can plan to do it ahead of time you just have to wait to sign up for it yeah, and Lansing, like, they were one of the ones this year. They had, like, little box lunch options and a bunch of different other stuff. So whoever the in town this year has got a lot to compete with. That's right. Yeah, they got to live up to a lot, but I think they can do it. Um, yeah, so that's one thing that we get a lot of questions about. Um, what do you think writers should do if they have a question that they either we didn't address in this podcast or if 
um, that it really sparked something that we talked about that they want to ask about, or if they're doing their registration and they come up with a question, how do they get a hold of us? Well, the easiest way is to go to info at ragbury.com and email us there. Yep. Or you can check out the general information and FAQ section on the website. Yep. It does have a lot of information on there, so get your reading glasses ready. That's right. Yeah, we, and we personally know this because Eric and I did the general information in FAQs earlier this year. So <laughs> we know it's good information, and we know there's a lot there. But if you're willing to just look at the menu, it, you can probably find it pretty easily. And if you can't, always email us. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we'll back it up, and maybe we'll add your question to the list. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you never know. Okay, so then... We talked about how we announced the route in January. How do writers get their tickets for the route announcement party? So we will have the registration open for route announcement at the same time as registration. So it's already open. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's really cool because they, when if they register for RAGBRAI, they'll get a little confirmation code and it'll say register for the route announcement party here. Yep. If not, it's all linked through our website. You can just click on the route announcement section and it'll take you directly to that link. You'll register for the party, um, show up, we'll have our big party, announce the route. Yep. It'll be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Eric and I just toured the space. It's pretty cool. It is a similar space to what we have been in before. You'll recognize the area, but we have some surprises for you. Always. Always. And we are days away from announcing the band. I think you're going to be delighted by the band. And... I just, I'm really excited for the route announcement. We're going to have special outfits. Oh, yes. So Eric and I are going to have special outfits, and Anne as well. So um, just get ready. But, yeah, we're pretty pumped for the route announcement, so make sure you get your tickets. That, uh, unlike Ragbri, that is more likely to sell out, so I would get my tickets as soon as possible, um, especially if you want to have a table of 10 with your team or your friends or family members. You want to come and sit at a table. There will be unassigned tables as well, but if you want your reserved table by the front, oh yeah, I would get that locked in as soon as possible so that in the route announcement party we announced the overnight towns um when does the full route come out so the full route will come out in the beginning of march yeah and i can't wait for it i know i know it gives an opportunity to for matt to ride i mean by ride i mean drive the route a couple times and just make sure that everything all the t's are crossed and the i's are dotted of course we'll ride the route inspection later in the year to get a more personal perspective but He's between the overnight town announcement and the pasture town announcement. He is working with the towns and making sure that they're confident and ready for the ride and want us to be there because, you know, sometimes they have construction projects that come up or other events that come up and they're not ready to handle us. You know, stuff happens. Life happens. So he just he's just all ironing that all out. I think he usually has it prepared ahead of time, but I mean, I know he does, but it's just, it just gives us a little buffer in case things change or, you know, something has to happen and also adds a little more excitement to the year so all right with that being said you gonna tell me the route or are you gonna tell me the route (laughs) (laughs) you know they don't tell me the route (laughs) they don't tell me either yeah it's probably for a good reason (laughs) we probably put it on the podcast (laughs) like where are we going this year well uh town one (laughs) yeah town one town two um that's what literally all of our stuff says town one town two town three (laughs) so We'll be surprised right there with you. And I love a good surprise. So I'm excited for that. 
I think this rad announcement party will be special just because, for one, it's the first one that I'm on the crew permanently for. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, permanently. You're not getting rid of me. <laughs> Good. Um, but just because it's 50. Yeah. And everybody keeps asking me, they're like, where are we going to go? What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I know. People have started to try to get it out of me, which is this is the point in the year when I'm super glad that I don't know. I was literally having a dental procedure and the dentist is like, um, or the, it was a surgeon. The surgeon is like, um, so what's the route? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I don't know. <laughs> it was really funny. Like, thank goodness I didn't know because I might've spilled the beans right then and there. Oh yeah, I would have. Yeah. So are like, you know, I go to the store and I'm wearing a rag by shirt. They're like, what do you think the route's going to be? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's just, it's kind of fun and it's always fun to speculate, speculate. So you know, we'll find out. So yeah, January 28th, everybody mark your calendars and come and hang out with us. Yeah. We'll be there with our, with bells on. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, Mark off my bucket list. Just go bike podcast. That's right. Well, I'm excited to have you back on in the future. We'll talk about more stuff to come. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you guys. listeners that is it for this week we both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the just go bike podcast and if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast or maybe you have a topic in mind you can reach us at just go bike podcast at gmail.com or you can also follow us on social media at just go bike on facebook twitter and instagram Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!